told me like you never know who your true friends are until y'all um, both got a little bit of money. I mean, cause y'all both broke and there's no strain on the relationship. Y'all both broke. And if you got money and he got no paper, he still needs you, so you'll never know how he really feel about you. When y'all both get some paper, you see. We have to get money together, phone honeys together, pushing home out pinkies and custom coach leather. You claim it's all love, nigga, it's whatever. Cause this is business that ain't personal. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? This is your boy, The Mad One, coming at you with my latest edition of my podcast, The Ballroom. Can't believe we're already on show 36, 36 shows. I appreciate you guys sticking with me, staying with me, listening. Hopefully you've learned something and been entertained along the way. On today's show, we're going to talk a little Houston Texans. Sadly to say, our, our Astro season is over. The Rockets are, have completed their week one of their season. We'll also bring you our dumbass of the day and our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Be right back, folks. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Yo, yo, welcome back, folks. The Texans, after three straight losses, have reeled off four straight wins. They set the top of the AFC South, and with the 20-7 win over Jacksonville, for the first time in at least two or three years, Houston had a 100-yard rusher with Lamar Miller getting 100 for the day. DeAndre Hopkins... Enough cannot be said about this kid. He's arguably one of the top five receivers in the NFL. He proves it week in, week out with amazing catches, clutch catches. He's definitely go-to receiver, Watson, one of Watson's favorite targets, and he's proven to be one of the best receivers in the league. The defense, the defense really stepped up, ended up knocking Blake Bortles out of the game after two fumbles and several sacks, which just goes to show Jacksonville hung their hat once again on Bortles, and he proved to be exactly what Jadavia Clowney labeled him as, as trash. And you mean to tell me as bad as he is, he still has an NFL job? But there are players out there that are sitting on the bench. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, uh, of course, Kaepernick, that, that you can't tell me are not better. Tyrod Taylor, not better than Blake Bortles. But that's what you hung your head hat on. The thing surprised me is, though, the Jacksonville defense was supposed to be so great. They were mentioned uh, in the lines mm-hmm. with some of the great Defenses of the past, but D-Hop, Jalen Ramsey, I don't think you got any much to say no more, young man, because D-Hop put it on you. So, big win for the Texans. They got a quick turnaround with a home game this weekend against uh, this Thursday against Miami. So, hopefully they can put off another win. I'm sure the crowd will be excited to see them, especially since they're 
seems to have gotten on track and back to winning ways. So we'll see what happens this Thursday at home. Houston Astros. Ah, ah, it's hard, it's hard, but season is over. Um, it was defeated, lost three games at home to Boston Red Sox team that, in my opinion, were not better than the Astros. I believe the non-home non run call in game four kind of took a lot of the energy out of the not only crowd but the team. Maybe a little premature party in with their sweep of Cleveland. You get to understand, though, the job wasn't complete. Yeah, you beat Cleveland three straight games. I mean, you guys popped bottles and partied like you'd won the championship. You still had either New York or Boston, who were both going to be formidable opponents. But I believe after that, game four, when the home run was taken away from Altuve, which clearly showed the defensive player going into the stands. At that time, it becomes fair game for the ball. So Joe West, crew chief, from one umpire to another, believe you blew that, and you have the opportunity to look at replay. So that, and I believe Hinch changing the lineup in game five, moving Bregman to the leadoff spot, and you kind of understand why he was doing it, because he wanted to get Bregman more pitches to hit as Boston had been strategically pitching around him and taking the bat out of his hand throughout the series. However, if he's still in the third or fourth slot and he gets walked because they choose to pitch around him, he's still on base. Sometimes a walk is as good as he hit. So, I hope this one stings. You have a whole winter to look back and reflect. It was a good season, but it wasn't the season that this team should have experienced. There's no doubt the Astros should be in back-to-back -back World Series, but it is what it is. Now you're going to have to go into the winter and look at your free agents and see what you guys need to do because I believe Keiko has probably pitched his last game as an Astro, which doesn't leave a whole lot of left-handed arms on the roster. We'll see what's in the club and what we can get out of free agency and, and go from there. But this one definitely is going to sting, and it should sting. Be right back, folks, to talk about the Rockets in week one of their early 2018-19 season. So, ladies, we just ain't talking about you because some of y'all niggas is bitches, too. Yo, yo, welcome back. Well, the Houston Rockets completed their first week of the 2018-2019 season, finishing with one and two with losses at home to Memphis and a loss on Sunday night to the L.A. Clippers. Well, the one win that they did get over the weekend against the Lakers was overshadowed by, I'm sure, 
now you guys know the infamous Spitgate. James Harden late in the fourth quarter is driving to the hole, and as he do, draws contact, and damn near knocks Brandon Ingram of the Los Angeles Lakers into the third row. Well, Ingram's mad because no foul was called on Harden and goes back and pushes Harden. You know, Harden being the dude he is, he doesn't retaliate. Then Ingram starts going nuts on the referee. Well, in the midst of the melee, Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo get into it. Now, you've probably had access to a variety of different angles, different views, slow-mo, what have you. Clearly looks like Rondo spit on him. In which Chris Paul put his hand in Rondo's face and mushed him. Rondo got him with a good left. And Chris Paul retaliated after getting pulled away with a good uppercut of his own. And in the end, during the melee, Brandon Ingram comes from halfway down the court and sucker punch Paul from behind. You know, I mean, their suspensions have been held, handed down by the NBA. Ingram got four games, Rondo got three, Chris Paul got two games. But I ask you, somebody spits on you. That's about the lowest form of degradation you can bestow on somebody is to actually spit on them. So Chris Paul shouldn't have retaliated because the NBA frowns on retaliation. Someone spits on you. You let me know what you're going to do. But my thing is, Brandon Ingram, you push Harden with his back turned, then goes crazy about the referee, then comes in and throws a sucker punch. That's a bitch move, man. That's, that's, I mean, because you 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 72 pounds, you want to get mad because the defending MVP, a grown-ass man coming down the lane, and he put body on you and damn near knock you into the third, fourth row. Get in the weight room. Get your weight up. But to come in and throw a sucker punch when somebody was already being held on top of the fact that Lance Stevenson, of all people, your teammate had to come get you out of the referee's face. When Lance Stevenson has to do something like that, then obviously there's a problem. But Rondo, that's bitch move, man. You don't spit on nobody. You, you do not do that. You know better. So what happens, happens. Oh, it ain't over. It'll go on for a minute. But that's that's disrespectful. You you don't do that. I don't care how much you don't like this man. This man hadn't put his hands on you. Y'all bumping, whatever, whatever. Somebody will come breaking y'all up. But for you to spit on this man? Ooh, dude, you got to do better than that, Rondo. That's a bitch move. 
by you and Ingram. So it is what it is. Now LeBron being best friends with Paul gathered Paul out of time and took him away from the melee and and was kind of making sure his friend didn't get into anything else. Now what kind of dissension is that going to cause in the locker room? What do you think LeBron had to say when he went back to that locker room? Uh, LeBron got y'all feeling awfully thuggish out there in L.A. now. Y'all not them type of dudes, man. Learn. Learn the game. Play the game the right way. This man leads you to the promised land. But all that because we got LeBron, we all of a sudden thuggish ruggish out here. Me yellow niggas weak as marshmallows, man. Hey, leave that shit alone. That was some that that was some foul shit by Rondo and Ingram. See what happens though. Be right back, folks, with our dumbass of the day and our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Yo, yo, welcome back, folks. On the latest edition of Dumbass of the Day, on last Sunday night, a week ago, New England fans were seen throwing beer directly in the face of Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill after a Kansas City touchdown. I have no problem with fans disliking the other team. But the problem I do have is what gives you the right to think that it is acceptable to throw anything directly at this individual? What the fuck is wrong with you people? The Patriots, however, did release a statement and barred the asshole fan who threw the beer. But why would you do that? He didn't go into the stands. He scored a touchdown, came up to the wall, and you decided it was a good idea to throw your $12 beer directly onto this man. Now, what if he would have come into the stands and commenced to beating your ass? Then it would be a situation where well, you want to sue the player. There's nothing wrong with being a diehard fan. But when you do stuff like that, that's not necessarily disliking the other team. That's done with malice. And you wonder why the NFL has the problems that they do have. What the fuck makes you think that's acceptable? 
lot of NFL got some problems there. And I'm glad the Patriots barred the fan from returning. But where there's you, there's a hundred more. So Patriots fan, I hope it was worth it. Cause you definitely get our dumb ass of the day. Be right back, folks. That's that bullshit. I'm living so hard, baby, that my hands break. We got to make a change. It's a brand new day. A new world order, a brand new day. It's a new a day. Change of mind for the human race. It's a, a new, new world world order. Yo, yo, welcome back, people. Our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Yeah, we got another one. Cornerstone Caroline. As she's been labeled on social media, has since apologized for appearing to call the New York City police to say a nine-year-old boy groped her. The video shows, obviously, the young nine-year-old black boy and his sister with an oversized backpack as they're shopping in a bodega in New York turn and his backpack bumps the young lady, or woman. <clears throat> the episode transposed when this woman appeared to be calling the police on her cell phone saying that she's been just sexually assaulted by a child. As the boy and young girl see the woman who appeared to call the police on him began to burst into tears. The man who was also recording assured the little kids that everything would be all right. Some onlookers started recording on their phone. And even a white woman came and confronted the woman. She asked her what was her problem. She's calling her out. You're calling on the police on a nine-year-old child and demanded the woman go away. I mean, it's just the latest incident in... I, I'm not even sure what you label it anymore, profiling it. It seems that every time we, as people of color... I'm minding our business, whether it be grilling in the park, going to our own home, cheering on my son at a soccer game, nine-year-old young man and his little sister turns around and a book bag hits someone. And the police is called. 
the police should actually start issuing fines. You have the legal right to babysit your friends' kids who happen to be white and you black, you taking them out, y'all chilling, you kicking it for the day. Someone sees it and thinks something may be amiss. Children did not seem to be in no kind of distress. Eating Subway, going to Walmart. Not only do you follow this man to his house, block his driveway, but call the police. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Is the hate that has spewed from the top gotten to the point that every time you see us, no matter what the situation may be, we make you feel uncomfortable and therefore call the police. The police departments need to band together and start issuing stiff fines for every time a white person sees a black person that for whatever reason, whether it be grilling in the park, what business is that of yours? Are you upset because you're not invited? Why in the fuck would you call the police on somebody barbecuing in the park? The fuck does that have to do with you? You got to have something else to fucking do, people. And you wonder why we feel the way we do. Everybody needs to leave everybody the fuck alone and we'd be a better society and get through this foolishness that we got going on right now. Because while you're busy using taxpayers' dollars to call the police on a dad cheering on his son at a soccer game, We're still globally the laughing stock of the world. The economy, I mean, even if the economy has gotten better, to doubt the social ramifications of what's going on in this country right now. would warrant one to think that maybe I need to sit back, take care of mine, 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 and, and see, and see how this goes. Because right now the, the dissension amongst the people in America Cornerstore Caroline, Angry Amy, Barbecue Becky, shit is not funny. That's folks, that's that bullshit. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow me on IG and Twitter, D underscore M-A-D-O-N-E. Till the next time we hear each other, peace and love. Boy, done.